Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. We are wrapping up uh, day two of Big Ten Media Day coverage. Thanks to our sponsors, Gary Michael Closers, the 1890 Initiative, Ben Bleicher with Professional Realty, a Realty Group of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador, Warhorse Sportsbook, and A1 Automotive. Uh, and uh, we thank those sponsors because we're going to get a little bit back into it. Uh, if you've missed our, uh, our interviews today, the guys sat down with uh, just about everybody clean sweep of all the important Nebraska people out there. 12 Alberts, Matt Rule, of course, Jeff Sims. Um, who am I forgetting now? we got Ethan Piper. Um, yeah, all, all the Nebraska players. we got guys like Blake Corman. If, if you want to, I worked on the YouTube page. Head to our YouTube page. we got all the interviews there um, if you missed any of them. And if you missed Trev Alberts, a lot of interesting stuff from that one. So we're going to replay the Trev Alberts uh, interview here. Uh, and this is, I know Jay Foreman was, was one of the interviewers. We've got a few guys out there that were, were speaking to the athletic director. This was their interview with Trev Alberts earlier today. The Nebraska athletic director, uh, former black shirt, Trev Alberts. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Jay. How are you? All right. The big question I got for you, obviously, one year ago, now we got the transition. We don't need to talk about the past. Have you had time to breathe? <laughs> like, that's what I always wonder about Trev. He's always cool, calm, and collective. Takes time for everybody. You got NIL stuff, new coaches. You just had an announcement, new tennis coach. I saw, yeah, you, you know, right. was on the ticker yesterday. The new facility being built. Then you got to come here, answer questions. When do you breathe, man? I mean, I want to know, I mean, <laughs> when? Well, um, you know, we try. I don't know. Um, sometimes when I get home at night for a little bit, I guess. But, no, you know, I, I think you just kind of condition yourself. This right. is just the pace you have to go. And, and uh, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, uh, our work ethic and uh, the, the price we're willing to pay is going to be directly correlate with, with our success. Right. And, uh you know, I look back to some of uh, the success we had previously. I think there were a lot of people, Jay, that if right. we if we really identify, you know, some of these coaches and people worked really hard. All right. And uh, it's not always going to be easy at Nebraska. Right. But the one thing, you know, control what you can control is we can control our work ethic. Yep. And so I like people who want to work. And um, I think uh, I think by and large we have a staff that's working really hard. Yeah. I mean, that's that's you couldn't say it much better. No. You embody your your boss and, and the people around you and. Uh, you know, we won't get into too many football questions. I won't ask you if you're excited. I'm excited. You, yeah. you know, I know you're yeah. excited. Um, but, you know, not excited, but how, how much are you looking forward to just getting started? You know, it's kind of, you know, look, we all play. You used to play here. Our bodies are conditioned, right? <laughs> yep. How how much are you looking forward to just football where you kind of get in that grind, right? You know, yeah. hey, the games, and you kind of lead up to it. How, how how much are you looking forward to that? Well, you know, it's a lot of the administrative stuff that I, I get to do. <laughs> it's not real fun, yeah. let's be honest. I yeah. mean, and, and it's about solving problems. It's, right. it's part of the job, and I'm happy to do it. But the reality is, what do I love, right? right. And it's not just football. Um, you know, it's uh, football's a big part of it, but right. it's, it's the actual competition. You know, we just like we had people serving us as student-athletes, and right. to get to see them outside of being a student, in their element with the special gifts that God has given them mm-hmm. to compete and represent the University of Nebraska and wearing that brand, that's what I get really excited about. And right. just the energy and the passion. Uh, you know, I tell a lot, I have a competition problem. Right. Like it, 
I <laughs> love to win. Like, yeah. that's who, you no. know, that's, that's how. That's who we are. And so, you know, going, I can go to work and do yeah. all that stuff. But at the end of the day, there's something about walking out on that field. And even though you, and I know I'm living vicariously through yeah. these young men and women on in our athletic department. But that's what's special to yeah. me. Yeah, that's right. So um, we talk about the competition side of it. Um, and pacing yourself, catching your breath, and you mentioned that. Um, so where kind of on that chart, like are in your head, like you got this goal, you want to get to that goal, how far are you to some of them goals and expectations that you have um, in your vision coming here as the athletic director? Well, we've, we've made a lot of progress. You know, first of all, you don't really know what you're going to find. And, yeah. and I generally what happens is in any organization, not just an athletic department, but if you have a lot of turnover in leadership, there's probably some problems. So when I went to UNO in 2009, we had had 17 ADs in 30 years. And wow. so, so there was wow. a pretty big hole. Well, you guys might be surprised, and I know some of it was interim, but in my 12 years at UNO, there was four ADs in Lincoln. So that just tells you. That's a lot. There was, a, there was, there was too much turnover. There's yep. probably some problems. So the way I look at it is I think, um, you know, I think sometimes in leadership, it, you know what the right thing to do is. But sometimes having the courage to execute on what you know, I just decided um, we, we, we had some challenges. We have, some, sure. we have not mm-hmm. made some of the tough decisions, you know, in the past because I don't know what we were worried about. But right. we're going to make the tough decisions. Right. Like we look at our stadium. There's some things we need to do to be more equitable. There's some things we need to do. We're going to do that, right? right? We're, we're going we're gonna to have the courage to, to do what we think is right. And in the end, you know, uh, we'll be right some, we'll be wrong some, but we're going to have the courage to execute. So I don't know if I answer your question, no, but I, you I think no. I think we've made a lot of progress. We have yeah. a lot more work to do. Yeah. But I think and I think that, you know, I think Matt uh, and I think coaches can have such an impact on terms of the culture. Right. right? You know, like oh, yeah, you can be an administration trying to have a culture that's a family and you want to be, you know, accessible and open and, you know, authentic and genuine. But if your coaches don't participate, embody that, embody yeah. that. So that's what I've been you know, appreciative of Matt, you know, he, uh, he's really been helpful in that area. What's the one thing, you know, obviously from the press conference when Matt first got here, obviously it was great, but what's the one thing beneath that? I've got, I've texted you after I got to kind of get him in an environment where nobody knew and you learn a lot where I was at him. I won't disclose that. Uh-huh. What's the one thing that you could tell our listeners about him that not everybody knows? Cause I learned a lot about him that I had no idea about. Uh, what's one thing you picked up on? You know, um, well, first of all, when I and I told him this, uh, you know, when we were going through the process, it was easy to t- he had just been let go by Carolina. So mm-hmm. a lot of the other coaches you're going to want to talk to, they, they they're not ready to talk to you yet. It's early in the season, mm-hmm. so I thought, well, there's an opportunity to at least to I was going to learn how to. I'd never hired a football coach before. I hired a lot of coaches, but not right. a football coach. This is a whole different deal. Yeah. And with Matt, you know, um, I got off that first Zoom and I was like, man. Either this guy is incredibly brilliant and has studied everything about the University of Nebraska and just knew what to say, or he actually believes this. Like, he actually believes in development and a lot of the stuff that, you know, was part of who we were. But I, I would just say the thing that I didn't know or, or I've been impressed with about Matt is, like, I think he has this genuine passion. I think he's a college football nut. Like, he loves college football. And I think he has this genuine passion to try to get Nebraska back to where we all want it. Right. You know, just, right. just you know, he, you know, like, when you think about college football, we, college football needs, and this, I don't want to, this, uh, college football needs Notre Dame to be relevant. 
Right. College football needs USC to be good. Yep. College football needs Nebraska, Nebraska. Exactly. to be relevant. You know, and, and I'm not talking about winning national championships. Right. And part of what we need to do here is, like, you know, let's not get too excited. It is year one. Right. But, yeah. like, you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's, but, but, but I, we need, Nebraska needs to be relevant. And, yeah. and I think Coach Rule, uh, I think, really embraces that. Trev, being around here from last year's football team and, and that kind of spring practice or whatever the case may be, to now being around a Coach Rule coach team. What are some of the differences that you saw, mm-hmm. positively, of course, in this football team under Coach Rule? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I always uh, want to be very careful. I don't want to, uh, right. you know, be talking about previous coaching staffs. It's hard to do, and it's sure. really not fair to them too, because I, I only got to see the back half of a, you know, of a regime, and and it's really, you know. What, what would this regime do during adversity with some losses and how do they operate, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, it's, it's not really an apples to apples. But, but I would just say, you know, um, I believe in discipline and I believe in accountability. I believe that uh, talent level may go up and down, but I think in the end, if you have clearly defined expectations about discipline and accountability, I remember Coach Osborne always saying, like, like if you can count on people – you know, all the time, then you can count on one when it's fourth and one, and we got to get a stop, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've been really pleased, and, and quite frankly, like, the players are pleased with discipline and accountability. Like, I think about my own kids, and somebody told me one time, like, as a parent, you're naturally, you just want to be friends with your kids because you want your f- kids to like you. Right. The reality is, as I was told, like, Trev, they have all kinds of friends. They want you to be your dad, and they want clearly defined boundaries of expectations as your children our players are no different right right? they they Mm -hmm. want some freedom but they also want to know where the boundaries are and i think coach rule and the staff and you can only do that and he taught me that early on in his tenure he said you know you have to earn the right to coach people hard you can't just go coach people hard no you can't and how do you earn the right to coach you hard they got to know you love them right and you know charlie I'm sorry, I should never say that. Coach McBride. Right, right. <laughs> oh, that's one thing he did with Smack coaches hard. Oh, he yeah, very but, hard. But, yeah. but he could do that because we knew he loved us. Yeah. So I think Matt spent a lot of time, not just Matt, but these other, his coaches. I love the people he surrounded himself with, those right. coaches. I do believe, I don't think it's fake. I think they genuinely care about those kids, and they're trying to pull greatness out of them. And I think the kids feel that, the student-athletes feel that. And uh, now – you're going to see push, you know, but you got to first start with earning the trust, right. um, especially coming off a transition. And so you're going to you're going to see even more and more pushing. And, and in the end, man, there were coaches I didn't love, but I'm grateful he did that for me because without that, I wouldn't have been able to do what we did. Right? Are you talking about McBride for me? Even though I was on offense, <laughs> smacking me around, talking crazy to me, and, and, and telling me that I was going to forever be a pump, a gas pump guy. Because I will never play here until I got my mouth closed. So, eventually I did, and I'm grateful for that. When do you anticipate the new edition opening and moving into the new digs? Ready to go big? Well, we're, we're you know, that's kind of been, uh, uh, it's been variable. It's been a challenge, to be honest. It's 315,000 square feet. I don't think people really understand the, the scale of this that's thing. Huge. It's so huge. Um, so, what, what Matt is really, and this is what I love, you know, Matt's attention to detail is such that he, he wants zero 
um, interference with, with, with the process, right? So, you know, could we technically, well, this is done and this is done and we can move into, we're going to just make sure there's no disruption to football. So if, if we can't move in until camp is over, then we're going to do that. So it's a little bit variable. I'm not exactly sure of the timeline. We're working hard on it. Houseman's working hard. We, we, I mean, everybody is all hands on deck, uh, but just the scale and size of the project is such that, uh, uh, it's a lot, and so we won't. We're not going to move the team over and then have to disrupt them and move them over here. We will wait till they can actually, and then some of the other functions like the training table, life skills, all that stuff that we all you know on the on the yeah. west side there. Yes. That's likely to be uh, closer to the end of the calendar year. Mm-hmm. Trevor, when you talk about Matt and his mindset, from one thing he has a unique mindset. I think is he's and you talk about his ability to push players, right? But that doesn't just stop at football. No. Has it been refreshing to kind of sit sit down and maybe bounce some ideas off him? Because he does have experience. You know, when you go mm-hmm. from Temple to yep. try to build – I mean, his facilities at Temple were, were – from when he started there to when he left were ex- extremely different, as you probably did in your research. And the same with Baylor. Then you know you go to the pros. His experience and his mindset, has it been refreshing to say, hey, man, what do you think about this? It really has. I'll tell you what, you know, Matt, Matt is really, really intelligent. Like, right. He has a photographic memory. I tell you what, we'll cut it off there just to get you guys to go and click on some uh, our link there on the website uh, because that's a part of the interview from Trev Alberts, and, and obviously you want to hear more. Trev Alberts, the athletic director for Nebraska, sat down with our guys at Big Ten Media Days earlier today. Uh, we're going to continue to play some of those replays throughout the night on, on Ticket Weeknights, so stay tuned for that as well. Uh, but we're going to wrap it up coming up next here on The Block uh, with a little talk about Jim Harbaugh, who's also been at Big Ten Media Days and the troubles that he's had, the suspension, the return for Nebraska. Um, interesting stuff going on in the Big Ten. And we'll wrap it up on The Block coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.